winning that contest tonight. Welcome to the show. Big night. The Dodgers, one win away now, Pete, from the World Series. Good about Fred. We win. And like you said, you know, I was sitting here being my cynical, skeptical self. You were And me. Fred said, stop it. It's great for the city. And it was like my father or my mother had just, you know, given me a big Greek backhand. That's you know, which was, you know, back in the day. You know, that times have changed now. But I, you're right, Fred. You sobered me up. And I am very excited about the Dodgers' chances. Although the city is still mas nervioso about Los Doyers down the stretch. Well, given what happened last night, there's a reason for everybody to be a bit nervous. But tonight, it all played out the way it was supposed to. Big play in this game. Uh, bottom four, Dodgers were up by a run. Manny Margot tried to steal home. He thought he was Benny the Jet. Yeah, he wasn't. And that was really close. Really close. Or Mark Harmon from stealing home, or Morgan Ensberg from the 1998 USC World Champion College World Series baseball team under the great late Mike Gillespie. It was close, Fred. And I don't really know what happened as far as looking at it. They they didn't challenge it. They just kind of went right back to play. I think I would have challenged it. It was a one-run game at that point. If he scores, the game is tied. It was a gutsy move. It didn't work out. If he had scored, that would have shifted the momentum completely. Now, Clayton Kershaw, not as sharp as he was in game two. Dave Roberts yanked him in the sixth after 85 pitches. Here's what's interesting. When Roberts went out to get him, that's when he had caught fire. That's when he was really on his game. And here's what Clayton had to say afterwards about getting pulled. That was the plan. Uh, we, we talked about it before the inning, and um, even though it was just two pitches, which made it seem super fast and, you know, two outs, nobody on, uh, we stuck with the plan. So credit to Doc for that one. And uh, D-May came in, threw the ball awesome. Victor, same way. And, uh, you know, Blake, too. Unbelievable job by those guys tonight, which was huge. <laughs> hey, you guys got to be a little my kids are a little tired, if you can't tell, and uh, it's just a it's just a special thing to get to be a part of a team like this and get to be a part of some of those names. <laughs> hey, hey. Of course, that's uh, Callie and Charlie. Yes, the Kershaw children. Yes. Do you believe what he was saying? I believe the kids more. <laughs> I mean, you saw what everybody was saying. You heard the lip reading. I mean, there was a little bit of an insurrection going on there at the mound, and that's fun. That's baseball. And they did have a plan, obviously. That's what everybody said after the fact. But it didn't seem like that in the moment. And the sparse crowd that was there let them know. You could see that stuff on Twitter. Very interesting. There's so much drama in all these games, Fred. It goes back and forth. It's a lot of fun for the city. But also a lot of people very nervous. A lot of people with their hearts thumping. All right. So, Jock Peterson, Homer tonight. And Max Muncie, Homer tonight. And he talked about his big home run in the fifth. Yeah, I mean, that one felt pretty good. Um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, uh, there's not too many times you're going to connect on 100 miles an hour right in the middle of the barrel. Uh, so, I mean, that's one of those things where even if it was kind of a ground ball that that was coming out of my hands, it just uh, it, it just it felt really solid. Um, thankfully, I got it in the air, though, and I didn't have to worry about running too hard. Uh, but, yeah, it, the swing felt really good. And, and you knew it felt good from the very beginning because after he hit it, he took a second, and he admired it. He admired his handiwork at the plate. He's an interesting guy. So is Jock. This is a very interesting baseball team with a lot of guys that we've known for a long time. It's a lot different from the Lakers, who won a championship very recently. A lot of these guys just got to town, and they're already gigantic name brands. A lot of these guys come from 
the Dodgers organization. Right. Kenley Jansen used to be a catcher. Clayton Kershaw, Jock Peterson, Cody Bellinger, Seager. I mean, all of these guys, we've watched them grow up. You add Mookie Betts, who's a leader, like a Derek Jeter type, to this team. And uh, maybe the sky's the limit, Fred, for a long time. But they got to wrap this one up now first. Well, last night, the sky was falling. It, it was <laughs> not good. And Kenley Jansen closed that game last night. Well, tonight, Dave Roberts went with Blake Trinan. He came in. I, I don't know why they don't use Gratterall. I have no idea. It's all about because they're all playing 3D chess. They're way past us. At least that's what they'll say. They're a lot smarter than us laborers. So what they'll say is, well, we don't put pitchers in for an inning or a time in the game. We put pitchers in for a certain group of hitters that we like those pitchers against. And there's a lot of data and probably like a Microsoft kind of dial-up thing going sure. on in the background. And it's very complicated, Fred. It's way past troglodytes like you and I. <laughs> you might remember when Blake Trinan pitched for Oakland, he was an all-star closer. Then he got hurt. So he's back this year. He's healthy. Dave Roberts gave him the ball in the ninth inning and asked him to get the save, and he did. And Blake talked to the media afterwards. I don't remember that. It's the biggest stage, biggest games of my career. Um, and I think anybody, anytime someone's here, you face a quality team like them over there. They've been so tough late on our guys, and our guys have grinded so hard and pitched really well, I think. You know, in the playoffs, we forget how hard and locked in people are because it's, it's do or die. And, yeah, that meant a lot, uh, you know, to me personally because this team's invested a lot into me. And I think, you know, they bring me on for situations, not necessarily closing, but, you know, big outs. And uh, I just, I don't know, it's just a... Uh, it's, uh, it's gratifying, I guess, yeah. Gratifying for you and uh, calming for the people of Los Angeles. So, Tuesday night, the Dodgers can do something they haven't done in 32 years. That's right, Fred. They can win the World Series. And I was here in studio when the Lakers won the NBA title, and the greatest thing in my life ever happened to me. I got to control the helicopter that was over downtown, watching the <laughs> celebration, worrying about the situation. It was Gil. Yes, Gil Lavis. Gil Lavis. I got to talk to the helicopter guy. And if you guys want me, and I'm pretty busy this week, got a couple college football <laughs> games and a music show right, to host, but, and the radio show. You sure. know, I'm a father and a, a husband and all. Yeah. But, uh, but if you want me to come in Tuesday and be on the thing with Gil and to work it with Kathy and everybody, I'll do it because I think it's that important. And I think the city will come to life. Viva! When the Dodgers <laughs> win, Fred. Viva Los Angeles! If we need you Tuesday night, we will give you a call. Okay, are you saying, like, don't call us, we'll call you kind of thing? Like, <laughs> or Tuesday night? Yeah. Basically, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, game six is Tuesday night. You know, I think it could be a thing. I think people would enjoy it. Well, if you came in and talked to Gil Lavis. Yeah. If I did the helicopter stuff. But on Tuesday night, <laughs> Chuck and Colleen will be here. They won't want Oh, the A-team then. But they won't want us here. Yeah, maybe you're right. They won't want us. All right. So anyway, that's Tuesday night. The Dodgers can wrap it up. Now, you're watching Again, now. Tuesday night. Yes, we're going to play the challenge. Of course, we have huge prizes. It's easy to win. But first, you have to sign up on the NBCLA app. Of course, the Dodgers won. But the real big story was the Chargers won. <laughs> 
Justin Herbert lit up Jacksonville. Career high 347 yards, passing three touchdowns. Also ran one in. His first career win. Chargers win it so far for the first time, 30 to 29. So their four-game losing streak is snapped, and it all starts with a big guy into the center. Yeah, he's been great. And I did this kid's games when he was at the University of Oregon, and a lot of us football expert types did not see this uh, from Herbert. We knew he was big and strong. He had a good arm. But Mario Cristobal, the Oregon coach, very offensive line oriented. They kept this kid under wraps. They were so much more conservative with him. Yep. And he did not throw the ball downfield. In an NFL game, in the face of constant blitz, this guy is wildly accurate, not just for a rookie, for any NFL starting quarterback, down the field constantly. He makes good decisions. He plays with confidence. His teammates seem to love him. Now, obviously, the Chargers as a whole are far from perfect. The games are really entertaining, but the team, I'm not sure if they're that good this year. They've had a lot of injuries and stuff to deal with, but the team is not that solid of a football team. And Jacksonville, a lot of people think one of the worst teams in the NFL, pushed them to the brink. Yeah, yeah they struggled against them early. Very much so. And it could have been uh, a very tough loss for the Chargers. However, Herbert just continued to do what he's done in every game, which is just complete passes for big chunk yards down the field and move that offense. All right, if fans, think about this for a second. If fans were allowed into SoFi Stadium today, today? Yes, Brent. Well, what would if, the attendance like, have been? If what? What would the attendance have been for the Chargers and Jags? What are you talking about? If they if they were able to sell tickets, do you think that game would have sold out? Well, don't you think people would be happy about the prospect of being together after all these months of being locked down? Don't you think they want to display their Justin Herbert jerseys amongst each other and talk about the old days down at Qualcomm and LaDainian Tomlinson and Drew Brees? And <laughs> so you're saying it would be sold out? No. No, it would be sparse. Next week, the Chargers travel to <laughs> Mile High to take on the Broncos. But Man, it would be sparse home. for the fighting Fibonacci's too, Fred. Okay. This is a Dodger town right now, brother. Right. And well, speaking of the fighting Fibonacci's, yeah, they'll play host to the Bears tomorrow night. Maybe this Rogan's Hero will be playing at SoFi one day. Rogan's Heroes on the Challenge is brought to you by Carl's Jr. Not just high school kids that are ready to get back on the field. Seven-year-old J.J. was trained to get back into action. J.J. six. His Look team won the title last year, so he's eager to run it back. And don't be fooled. The seven-year-old is looking big. Let me get this picture. Going. You know, I saw like a 50-year-old dude doing footwork <laughs> at a park in Burbank on my way to work the other day. And I was like, what's he training for? Well, this young man says he's a student first and an athlete second. No, those are good feet, Fred. All right. Well, we have a few years we'll keep an eye out for. Question one of the challenge. If you're on the NBCLA app, make sure you're on the gameplay page. For question one, Dodger legend Fernando Valenzuela was born in which city in Mexico? Guadalajara. <laughs> Jalisco. <laughs> Estrella Jalisco. Monterey is Julio Urias. Okay. So the answer is? Donde esta Fernandito? Navajoa. Navajoa. That's it. What are To make the most of the outdoors, <laughs> you need a Ford F-150. To fly Oh, good on the Dodgers. They won again. How many is this? They have, um...
two or three wins now. Must be two. 